Welcome to the Baseball Show. Chicago's only interactive nightly show focused on Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. And for the first time in 12 years, the Cubs and Sox are both in the postseason. On radio, on app, on podcast. Listen to the show your way on ESPN 1000 or the new ESPN Chicago app. Presented by Goose Island Beer Company and sponsored by the Points Bet Sportsbook. The, the baseball, baseball show. show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. go the baseball show on espn 1000 and the espn chicago app you can watch the show on twitch at espn 1000 chicago i'm chris black along with adam abdallah all calls welcome 312-332-3776 we're talking baseball with you here on espn 1000 the white Sox are in the cubs are in and we will spend the next hour getting you ready for playoff baseball here in the city of chicago i'm excited oh chris cubs ding White Sox, ding. Collision course, ding. I don't know if it's going to happen. Thanks, but uh, Yeah, I know. I was, I was doing a bit. You know, you know what it is. People who know, know. If you get the show, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, it's great. Both teams are in the playoffs. Yes, more teams make the playoffs. Yes, the White Sox uh, slid to the seventh seed in the playoffs, and they will face the A's. Uh, the Cubs have a really good matchup against the Marlins, and I think that both teams can win. Both teams are favored to win their wild card series uh, matchup, and then move on and enter the uh, the ALDS bubble and hopefully, you know, make a run of the World Series here. I've got a fresh programming note here for you, Abdullah, uh, to kick things off here on the baseball show tonight. Tomorrow at 145, you can hear the Chicago White Sox take on the Oakland Athletics. Wait a minute. Right, right here, here. Right here. On ESPN 1000. Game one. ESPN 1000? Of the AL wildcard ESPN round. Chicago app? Right here. Right here. Woo. You can big. hear the White Sox. And then, guess what? Big tings. That's big tings. Big tings. Uh, second programming announcement on Wednesday at uh, 1245, you can hear the Chicago Cubs host the Miami Marlins game one of the NL wildcard right here Wait. on ESPN 1000. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Boom. Hold How about on. that? Hold Boom. on. Hold on. Yeah. So you're telling me. Yes. All I have to do. All you have to do. Download the ESPN Chicago app. Yep. Check Open it, out. it up. Check Open it, it up. Check it, it out. Check it out. automatically starts playing. Yep. And I can hear Boom. the Cubs uh, on Wednesday. Yep. And I can hear the White Sox tomorrow. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, did I? Oh, update, 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 yep. update. Right after each game, uh-huh. Black and Abdallah with the baseball show. What's up? How's it going? Recapping the playoffs. Right here. We'll talk baseball with you. Absolutely. And and also, it's not just those two games. Major League Baseball playoffs, we will be carrying White Sox and Cubs games here on ESPN 1000. So stay tuned for more programming notes as the baseball playoffs continue here on ESPN 1000. Big tings. All right. So there you go. I I just wanted to get that out there as we start the baseball show. Uh, The Sox and the A's. The Cubs and the Marlins. And let's uh, kick things off with our first pitch tonight. The first pitch. Play ball. Throwing out the first pitch, and I have to say this was rather impressive. On the baseball show. Right there's your first pitch, and then some. On ESPN 1000. 
So tonight, our first pitch is obviously looking ahead at these wild card rounds. The Sox, they have Lucas Giolito heading to the mound tomorrow against the Athletics, the, the White Sox. The last week, it's been terrible. It's been bad. Uh, they have slipped to the seventh seed. Uh, the Athletics are good. They're 36-24 and 24 on the season. Uh, I thought the Athletics coming into the year would be the team that leaves the AL and heads to the World Series. They were my pick. It was Athletics-Dodgers to get to the World Series. So I'm not uh, convinced that this is a good thing for the Sox to be facing off against the A's in the first round. And then on Wednesday, the Cubs, they face off against the Marlins. And uh, they have yet to announce who is starting game one for the Chicago Cubs. But you, Darvish, likely the starter for the Cubs. And he has been fantastic here this season for for the Cubs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got enough days off in between where it would line up for him to, be, to start that game. He's been your ace uh, so far this year. He's been the best pitcher on the team going back to the midway point of last season. I don't see any reason at all why he wouldn't be ready to go uh, uh, on Wednesday. That would mean that Kyle Hendricks most likely would pitch on Thursday. And then if you need to get to Friday, then John Lester would most likely be set up for a Friday start for the Cubs. Um, as far as the White Sox go, that pitching matchup has already been announced. It's going to be uh, Lucas Giolito against uh, Jesus Luzardo. And Luzardo, I believe he's pitching off uh, on short rest because there's been talk uh, amongst White Sox scribes that he would go for a few innings and being a lefty and the success that the White Sox have against left-handed pitching. They're undefeated against left-handed pitching. They have 143 wins, uh, weighted runs created plus 143 versus left-hand pitching so far this year. So the belief is that he would come in for a few innings and then bring in not not like just an okay bullpen, the best bullpen as yeah. far as ERA goes in Major League Baseball. Uh, from the athletics so you could bring in some of those righty relievers and try to you know get a quick lead get a quick jump on Lucas Giolito bring in some relievers and just you know keep the bats quiet for the uh, White Sox offense well we'll dive into both series but really uh the short um cliff notes version of how can the Sox win this series you gotta score early uh Mm -hmm. the A's have such a great bullpen that if you're not scoring runs in the first five innings, there's a good chance you're not going to get out of this series. Mm-hmm. So if you're a White Sox fan, there is a lot of concern there because over the course of the last week and a half, we've seen the bats start to go quiet. And can you generate enough runs early on to keep yourself either in the lead or early in the game or within striking distance? Because don't expect big rallies, crooked numbers to be put up late in games against the A's bullpen. Now, on the other side of things, though, it's not like the A's uh, offense has been spectacular in this season, and the starting pitching hasn't been that great either. So, no. so you do mm-hmm. have an opportunity here. You're just going to need to see. You're going to need to see the Sox play their best ball over the course of the next two games to then force a third game if you have to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, mm-hmm. like the opportunity is there, but do not get behind these A's because once you get to the sixth, seventh, eighth. And in the ninth, it, you're almost uh, done for at that point. Yeah, we talked about this last week, Chris, like which offense we had more faith in that would be able to flip the switch once the playoffs start. And I'm still going to go with the offense that is sixth in average. They're top 10 in on-base percentage, top 10 in slugging. Like, they're still a good offense. They saw some life late in the game yesterday against the Cubs in the last game of the season. But you said about the A's offense, they're middle of the pack. 25th in batting average, 15th in on-base percentage, 21st in slugging, 17th in OPS, 18th in home runs. They're 8th in run differential. 
So you're right. You got to jump on them early. You need to avoid that bullpen. And because if you if they jump on Lucas Giolito, if they get to Dallas Keuchel, and God forbid if they get to a third game, because who the hell knows what they're going to do in a third game uh, based off w- what went on this well, weekend. Well, you roll Dunning out there, and you you hope that it, it's the guy you saw in his two outings before last. That's yeah. what you hope, right? Yeah. You're not so, going with Lopez. No. And Cease, you can't trust Cease at no. all. No, so you'd have to go Dunning, You're still I would looking imagine. for the plate. Maybe a combination of both. Like, would you be willing to roll out Dunning for a few innings and then Cease for a few innings? Like, is that something that the White Sox would entertain? Let's not even get to that point, Chris. Right. Let's win in two games so it doesn't even matter, right? Well, here's the way you do that. Score runs early. Yep. If the Sox offense shows up and the score runs early, it's going to put them in a great position to take down the A's. Now, Cubs and Marlins, this is a different conversation altogether because, you know, over the course of the last weekend, Chris Bryan has appeared. He has shown up here uh, to the 2020 baseball season. Mm-hmm. He's announced it to everyone. He does I don't give a all right. Yeah. yeah, he's there. Yeah, yeah. Right. I get it. Uh, you doubled your RBIs in one game. Congratulations, sir. Where have you been all season? And his batting average now is 206. Again, congratulations. Let's see you do something here in the playoffs. Congrats, if you're a bro. Cubs fan, though, if the offense gives you the, the output that you need and you get good starting pitching from you, Darvish, and Kyle Hendricks, this should be no problem. You should be on to the next round like that against the Marlins. Well, I mean, look, these, are, these teams are two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. They're, you know, they're, uh, they're both, the Cubs are 18th in on base percentage. The Marlins are 17th. The Cubs are 24th in slugging. The Marlins are 25th. The Cubs are 21st in OPS. The Marlins are 23rd. Uh, the Cubs are 20th in runs. The Marlins are 21st. The, 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 the Cubs actually have a better bullpen. They're 13th in bullpen ERA. The Marlins are 26th in bullpen ERA. So as far as offenses goes, they're pretty much on par. Like the Cubs are a big favorite to win this series. They're up to like minus 260, 250 in some places to win this series against the Marlins. They should be able to go out with two of their best pitchers, with you, Darvish, a Cy Young candidate, win that first game, take some of the pressure off for Hendricks. Hendricks should be able to get you that second game. And then this, I think the Cubs can sweep this series. I think this is an easy two game sweep for the Cubs. The bats have woken up. Chris Bryant maybe has found something. Maybe he needed to, to go hope. to. Maybe he needed the Twitter trolls. Maybe he we needed hope. the 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 writings uh, in the newspapers and in the publications. I don't know. Whatever you need, man. That's whatever whatever you need. I don't care. Listen, I, whatever I, I, you need. My advice to him is: I don't give a. Before you get all chesty, uh, your four home runs, your 206 batting average this season, your weighted runs created plus on fan graphs of 76, mm-hmm. which is below. 100. 100 is average. Mm-hmm. You're at 76, sir. I don't give a... Uh, how about you produce before we start getting a little mouthy? Can we, can we do that? I don't think he's getting mouthy. Uh, it's a bit mouthy. I don't think he's getting it's mouthy. It's a bit mouthy. I don't think it's mouthy. Uh, it's not, not for my taste. Well, 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 how old are you? Not no, for no, your taste. Saying, what, what kind of type of curmudgeon are you? All he said that. was, I don't give a I just a want him to be a better ba- ball player. He didn't go out there... Can and, he be a ball, better ball player? He didn't go out there like it, uh, and pull a half half baked and go blank you blank no, you wait. blank you blank you no 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 you're cool but he's been Gordon. very very blank you i'm out he's been very respectful and he he's a good dude yeah and it seems a little like out of character to be like on edge like you remember okay you know the uh toby mcguire spider-man's 
Yeah. Remember those movies? Yeah. You, and remember when he like turns into goth Spider-Man? He's got the, the hair over his face and he's mm-hmm. wearing all black. Like, I, I feel like it's not in his character to be the B.A. dude. I the, don't give up. The, the hardo. I feel like, like this like, is... Brian, I feel like, just, no. just go out there and perform, man. I feel like this is more, he found a pair of Ray-Bans and a leather jacket, and now he's... And, and now like, he's, in he's, that Tobey Maguire uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, that's when he, like, does that weird dance scene, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. so. I don't know. So sorry. All right, so here's the question on the table for you. Baseball fans, Chicago sports fans... We have two baseball teams in the playoffs. The playoffs start tomorrow. What are the keys for your favorite team? The Cubs, the White Sox. Sox, are you looking to score early? Are you looking for Giolito to dominate against an A's lineup that he can take advantage of? If you're a Cubs fan, are you looking for you Darvish? Are you looking for Chris Bryant to show out? Are you looking for Ian Happ to lead the way like we've seen for many parts of this season? We'll take your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Your calls here on The Baseball Show next. The Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. Week 96 on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. One two three three two three seven seven six. We're taking your phone calls. It's the baseball show here on ESPN One Thousand. Cubs, White Sox fans, the show is for you. The playoffs start tomorrow. How far do you think your team will go? And what's your key for the Cubs and the White Sox to advance out of the wild card round? We go to Alan Lamont. You're on ESPN One Thousand. What's up, Al? Hey guys, great show. All right, Sox. Here's my theory. First, we don't need. Uh... You're our manager to jack up the lineup. Let's have the right lineup in place to win this uh, series. Where do you and want Robert? Lineup. Where do you want Robert in the lineup? Six. Okay. I want. I want. I want. My, I'm gonna quick lineup here. You got yep. Tim Anderson. I got Mankata. I got Abreu. I got Eloy. Hopefully he's healthy. Mm-hmm. McCann. Robert. I do not want to see Mazzara ever play again. You put Ingo and then Madrigal. That's our lineup. Stick to it. Play every game for the rest of the playoffs. Let's see how far we go. I think we can get to the ALCS with that lineup and possibly get to the World Series. I agree. Al, did you have Cubs thoughts too? Uh, I mean, I, Cubs got an easy, easy pass. I'm not a Cubs fan, but um, I mean, you beat the Marlins. I think you can, if Freed is, has a hiccup in the first game against them with the Braves, I think you can win that series. And then I see Cubs. Believe it or not, Cubs Cardinals to go to the, to the World Series. Oof, that would be something, wouldn't it? Thanks for the call, yeah. Al. We appreciate right. it. That would be something. I agree with him with the uh, with the the Sox call. Yes, this the lineup needs to look like they did in the end of yesterday's game <laughs> and in the right during the whole regular season. Besides the last week of the season, right? Like they they chose to be cold at the worst time. You know, like the slump couldn't have happened at a worse time. Hopefully it's out of their system. Well, and Alois has been uh, meeting the media uh, a little bit earlier today and said that he feels fine right now. And he should be he's hoping to be playing, you know, in tomorrow's game. Let me ask you this, though. When the White Sox were mashing this season, did it come against stellar pitching? It came in good, against some good pitching at times. But mm-hmm. I mean, the Indians have a great pitching staff. Right? Mm -hmm. So you slump, and then you head into a series against the Cubs. The Cubs are playing well, right? Like, they're okay right now. 
Yeah. Uh, you face Darvish. Remember, we we're talking about Darvish heading into Friday's game. He pitched well again. You know, like, so is it, is this Cubs line, or is this White Sox lineup good enough to beat really good starting pitching, which they will see in the playoffs? Luckily, the A's don't really have that. But after this round, when you get to the divisional round, and, and, and you have to face off against the Minnesota Twins or the Houston Astros, do you have enough? Can you get past really good starting pitching in the additional rounds to then get all the way to the World Series? I'm not, I'm not sold. I thought a week and a half ago, yes. But my mind has changed to an extent based on what I've seen, the output that they put together. What, they went 2-7 and seven against the Indians this season? Mm-hmm. And then this last weekend against the Cubs, it was no good. No, I agree with you, but I think that, you know, it. my thought as I was trying to get it into my head, it altered itself. Does that make sense? It mutated? It mutated okay. because my 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 response to you is going to be, look, when they get into the ALDS and the ALCS, should they make it there, you're playing five games in a row and you're playing seven games in a row. Once you get to the World Series, there's going to be traditional days off. Even though there's no travel, they're still going to have the traditional days off. Yeah. Um but then I thought to myself, oh, well, who starts for the fourth, third and fourth for the White Sox if they need it or if they need to start a fourth starter, if they need, if Giolito can't go on short rest. And like my brain like almost shut down on itself because it would benefit them to face the worst pitchers from the Astros and, you know, should they move on. But also it would benefit the Astros to face like, you know, Dylan Cease and Dane Dunning. And- well, yeah, but like even when the series end, um, the next series don't start until Monday. Yeah, so, so you've got time to line it so up. So the weekend, you know, based on what takes place, uh, no matter what happens with the White Sox, they're not playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So then rolling that into Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week of the ne- of that first round ser- that divisional mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. that's going to be like I like I get it that at a certain point you're not going to be able to use someone from a Thursday to Monday, but like, you know, Lucas Giolito pitches on that first game that we're going to see tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's going to be okay for Monday if, oh, yeah, if the Sox absolutely. get there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that pitches tomorrow and Wednesday should be okay to start their series, you know, Monday and Tuesday next week. It's I don't know what the days off are like once you get in between the, you know, the DS and the CS, once you get between the division series and the championship sh- series. But, I mean, it should be, you know, you're right. They haven't done well against good pitching. 312-332-3776. All right, here we go. Tim, on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tim? Oh, Tim. What was the question you asked me on Friday when I hung up? Because I hung up, you said which RBI. Yeah, which RBI was uh, your favorite from Chris Bryant? At the point, he had five. Which one was your favorite? Well, my favorite was the Grand Slam on Saturday, the home run yesterday. (laughs) So the last two days of the season? It really didn't come off of good pitching, so you're right. I mean, Dunning and uh, and Lopez, I mean, come on. You're right. Uh, But you guys read numbers from the Chicago Cubs Uh about their hitting about all of that, can I? You know, Chicago Chicago Cub fans go on wins and losses. You know, that's how they judge their team, their general manager. That's how they win the World Series. Because if you win four games and the other team loses three, you win the World Series. You, the more games you win, not your batting averages and what the games. 
the White Sox are 21 and three against the Kansas City Royals and 14 and 22 against everyone else. And you guys forget that. You you guys, well, this guy's betting this and this guy's betting that. Mm-hmm. It's coronavirus numbers. You guys are just dumb Sox fans. So I take that. I I understand that. I mean, Chris, you're all right because you're a diehard. But I actually heard Jonathan Hood this morning say this is the worst Chicago Cub team that ever won a division. I mean, he, he's actually saying that, but he's a dumb Sox fan, too. No, I, I, I heard him. I, I, I kind of agree. I agree with that. You don't agree yeah. with that, Tim? You think that this Cubs team is rolling, that they're, they're uh, are really uh, to be I reckoned with in, in the National has League? Exper- has experience to win a World Series more than the Miami Marlins, more than the White Sox. The White Sox are the Marlins right now. They snuck into the playoffs. They snuck in, in as a seventh seed. They should have won the division, and the Cubs put a stop to that. Thank you. All you had to do was win yesterday against a backup team, and you couldn't do it. Tim, I know that... All you had to do was win oh, oh, against okay. a backup team, okay. and yeah. you couldn't do it. Yeah, no, that's true. They didn't. I'm with you. So we yeah. gave you a ticket to Oakland. Thank yeah. you. And I am, my Wilson Contreras is now my favorite player, mocking Timmy Anderson's bad flip. <laughs> now Timmy is all upset. You know, you guys are such hypocritical. There's not one Cub fan on ESPN with any kind of spunk. I, I what do you mean? Say, Sylvie's got Sylvie? spunk? No. Sylvie's they call, they call him spunky, spunk. they you, call you, spunky you, Silverman. You, yeah. You what are you doing, Tim? I, you know he has spunk. I actually heard Fred Eubner say, and he was on with his partner, because I said, you guys don't root for the Cubs. Why are we rooting for the White Sox? They lost 10 to nothing last night. Why aren't we happy? And then the other guy goes, oh, no, we're happy. And Fred Eubner goes, no, I'm not. I'm not happy. I don't want the Cubs to win. He's honest. Chris, you're honest. But you know what Kaplan is? He's a wishy-washy. He goes from, from team to team. We don't have a guy that is legitimately a Cub fan, and that's why I have to call every now and then. Just to tell you Tim. guys, you're 14 Tim. and 22 Tim. against good teams Tim. and 21 Tim. and 3 Tim. against Tim. the crap Tim. team. Tim. The Tim. Cubs Tim. have four Tim. teams Tim. in the playoffs. Tim, 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 Four teams Tim. in the playoffs. Did you guys say that? Tim, Tim. What division is tougher? Tim, what about Spunky Silverman? What division, what division is tougher? I almost broke you there, didn't I? What division is tougher? Tim. How many teams are in the playoffs? Milwaukee, St. Louis, Cincinnati. You guys are right now. They're all in the Tim. playoffs. Tim, who won more games this year? Say what? Who won more games this year? You, you, Minnesota, Cleveland, but, and the White Sox have 20 games against Detroit and Kansas City. <laughs> 20. 20. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Cubs, Sox. Who, who won the most won games? Who won more games this year? You got an answer? Oh my God. Or do you got the baseball show on Chicago's home for sports? ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Rudy in Cherville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rudy? Hi, guys. You know, Tim sounds like a great guy, but could you remind him that the Cubs have won one World Series in the last 112 years? I think you just did. Okay. Um, 
I don't know if it's a key or not. I think I don't know the manager of the Marlins or Oakland, but uh, I think this is first time around in the playoffs for Ross and Renteria. Is that going to make a difference? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, Bob Melvin uh, managing for Oakland, and then you have uh, mm-hmm. Don Manningly for the Marlins, well, who's been very. I mean, listen, the Marlins were the team as we got things going with this baseball season. They're the ones that had the COVID nineteen scare. Still found a way into the playoffs. That's pretty impressive. No, it is. And I think that, you know, I think that Renteria has a lot of experience, but Sox fans will tell you that he is the reason that they lost a bunch, a few games this year. Like he's absolutely the reason, you know, bringing in Rodon with the bases loaded is a, is a, was a horrible mistake last week. I think that if, if you're looking at the two teams, right? If you're looking at the Cubs and Sox, yeah. And the Sox have the more, uh, veteran manager, obviously. Renteria has been a manager longer. Than David Ross, right? But I don't, I don't, I, I might trust David Ross more in oh yeah between the two? situations. Ross or Renteria? Yeah, yeah. And and listen, I don't think David Ross is as good as Joe Madden. No, the season started for the Cubs. There's a lot of uh, social conversation here in town about how now everything's turned around. Because David Ross is the guy, right? Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. have to deal with Joe Madden and his Joe Cool ways. No meetings. Who's and, this guy? And show up when you want to. And American hey, Legion American Day. Legion Day with goats in the outfield. Isn't right? every day American Legion Day because you're not supposed to get to the ballpark that early? Well, it doesn't matter. That okay. ruins the narrative for some. Oh, sorry. Um, but I think Ross has done a pretty good, pretty good job to this point in this first season. A lot to deal with. A lot to juggle. COVID-19, and, you know, the Chicago Cubs were the only team in all of Major League Baseball that had zero positive COVID-19 tests the entire season. Mm-hmm. Give them credit for that. Oh, absolutely. The the management and the ability to do their business, to, to show up to the ballpark, to have everyone ready to go, accounted for each and every day, that is a task that some teams failed miserably. The Cardinals. The Marlins. Mm-hmm. The Cubs were able to get through it. I, and, and then in-game, you know, David Ross knows these players. He's been there. He's been in playoff series. I would say all the credit goes towards David Ross in this conversation, and I do not trust Ricky Renteria. And that's why when we started this show talking about how can the Sox win, you got to score a lot of runs, you got to score them early. Take the decisions out of Renteria's hands, right? The offense needs to show up mm-hmm. and to mash. Mm-hmm. And if this is a tight game late, where the bullpen decisions are going to matter and uh, pulling guys in and out of the lineup to try and get the best uh, bat in there late against Oakland relievers. I I don't trust Ricky to get it done. No, absolutely not. I think that you can ask any Sox fan. They'll say the same thing because it seems like Renteria's time is just reaching into a bag and pulling names out of a hat when he goes uh, to relievers. You know, he's leaving Cordero in for too long. He's 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 putting Rodon in uh, when he hasn't made a relief appearance in years. Uh, it's setting the lineup the way it is set. You know, batting uh, Robert so far down. I think that Sox fans are. Are, are, are kind of done with him, and I think that you know Ross actually having the playoff experience as it will help in this situation for sure. Uh, Mike tweets us at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. We we talked to Southside Tim. Got a pretty cute team there. You can hit all the home runs you want. Mm-hmm. Defense never slumps. Pitching never slumps. A little bit ago, Mike says to back up Southside Tim as a fellow Cubs fan. The AL Central combined wins had 155. The NL Central was 143. 
Oh, wait, that actually means Black and Abdallah are right. Take that. Hashtag Spunky Silverman. And I agree. If anyone has spunk, it's Sylvie on this staff, especially if we're looking at Cub fans only. Yeah, like let's not let's let's not say there's no real Cubs fans out here because Sylvie has been yeah, taken the to the yes. woodshed for pulling his hair out over yes. the seventh game of the season in a hundred and sixty two game season. That's so, a great tweet from Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to Bob and Juliet. You're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Bob? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um Please wait. Please tell me I'm wrong. The Cubs, to their credit, are now seventh in the MLB payroll. They used to be three, uh, two or three, and they couldn't make it past. Couldn't even make it into the playoffs some years. So now they're number seven, and they face. Tell me I'm wrong. Is this Derek Jeter's team where yeah. he, when he yep. took ownership, he <laughs> yeah. sold everything? Yeah. Giancarlo, and they yeah. have a thirty-four. Yeah, and they have a thirty-four million dollar payroll. Yep, versus the Cubs seventy-five million. Mm-hmm. And let me guess, the Cubs are favored to win. Yep. Oh yeah, they are by a lot, by a lot. Yeah. I can't believe this. It's okay. What What are we missing here in Chicago, where we spend all this money, and Kansas City makes it to the playoffs? Um. You know, these lo- lower... Well, well, I think the team you're looking for there, the example is your number one seed in the AL. The Tampa Bay Rays, mm-hmm. payroll of $28 million, 28th in baseball. They're the number one right. team in the AL, beating up on the Yankees all season long. I mean... What is wrong? Yeah, what is wrong with the Cubs? I'd like to hear your comments, please. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Bob. Thank we you. appreciate it. Well, I mean, I don't... I, I, what's wrong with them is that they're not performing up to the the baseball card is what people will say like these guys aren't making a lot of money the money went to john lester who i think has been well worth his contract the past few years maybe not this year but the past few years you darvish is proving to be worth his contract the last uh, season and a half i would say that jason hayward um while played well this year he played well this year i think that what you don't Rizzo? You don't get you know the money is, you spend for Rizzo is good. Right? The money you spend for Rizzo is good. Bryant's cheap. Baez is cheap. Contreras is cheap. All these guys are cheap, except for Hayward. And, and look, paying for Kimbrel was bad because he hasn't shown up. Right, but he's been pitching. He pitched well in September. Okay, so he's been pitching well as of late. Um, and you're going to need him if you want to make a run at the World Series. I just don't think that the guys that are performing, you have to look at how the payroll is spread out. I, I would say this. Uh, the name that's making a lot, the base salary, would be Craig Kimbrell. And now he has to show up here in the playoffs and be that that closer that they're paying for. Uh, you said that Bryant is cheap. Bryant's not actually cheap. He doesn't have a, He just doesn't have a new deal. He's in... Um, He's arbitration eligible after this season. He's making 18.6 for this season, which in one year is like third on the team, but he doesn't have that big fat contract owed to him in the future at the moment. That's what he wants. Okay, but I would say that that's not a poor spending of money like if at the beginning of the year well, if you I said mean, if, if you're you, paying for what you get for i understand for it, it, but you, you didn't, didn't produce know you, this year. But you didn't know you were going to get that this year no, I, so like if yes, you went into the beginning of the year you said we're going to give uh, chris bryant's going to make 18 million to be like bargain right the, the the names you would look at for the cubs would be jose quintana mm-hmm. you would look at craig kimbrell mm-hmm. i mean outside of that hendricks lester rizzo bryant hayward darvish those are all names that you expect to be there Baez, schwarber Contreras. 
You know, like that. Those are the guy. That's the heart of your team. Now they have to produce, and that's what people are asking for. That's what you just said, Abdallah. Like they need to live up to what we thought they were going to be after that 2016 season. Yeah, but I think the three guys, Lester, you Darvish, and I even think Hayward has been worth it. I know he has he struggles offensively, but what he does in the clubhouse, what he does defensively, I think is worth his contract. Let's go to Joe in Beach Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? Hey, how you doing? Good. I, You know, I got a couple things. First off, I, I really feel like Ricky Renteria is quite a bit of blame for the Sox losing over the last 10 days. Uh, you know, just several. He's outmanaged all the time. It's like he with the, the bullpen, he just takes a dart and throws it at a dartboard, and that's what reliever comes in. It's not who's working effective. It's not anything like that. And then when you have a hot batting, you know, a batting lineup like they did Saturday, you know, he goes and changes it up back up on Sunday and just leaves Incarnation in. And Incarnation just doesn't hit anymore. He hasn't hit all year. At what point do you give up on him and let McCann hit in that spot? Right, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about it. I mean – and thanks for the call, Joe. Call again. Um, you know, and that's a question that Sox fans have had all season. James McCann has played outstanding. But where do you fit him into the lineup? And does Edwin Encarnacion get pulled in these playoff series for the bat of McCann? And then what do you juggle with, okay, is McCann just your DH? Do you figure something out? Do you maybe put Grandall as your DH? You uh, you put McCann as the catcher? I mean, these are all things that you hope that Ricky has fine-tuned heading into the playoffs. Unfortunately, like Joe just mentioned, over the course of the last weekend, you still see these mistakes in the lineup. Yeah, and I think that that's what, you know, he Joe echoes the, the sentiment of every Sox fan yeah. of that. Well, McCann's been for, awesome. And I, I could, look, if they if they lose in the wild card, look, if they, I think this is like a Joe Madden situation where I, I, instead of, Unless they win the World Series, he's not coming back next year. You'll find someone else. To if they get, if they get to the ALCS, you think no. that he's going to get fired? Sorry. Well, Unless I mean, it depends win. on who's out there. I mean. And how serious is Rick uh, Hahn about competing for championships? You he's, have to be. He talks about yeah. it all the time, and I appreciate that, and I love that they have a goal to win championships. If they want to win championships, and he is a part of the reason why it's not happening, mm-hmm. got to move on. I agree with you. Yeah, and I think that they will because they want to be serious about it. You're not doing all this just for funsies. What is this? Funsies? From Wrigley on the north to guaranteed rate on the south. This is the Baseball Show on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. The whole no fans in the stands to this point during the baseball season has not bothered me. I think it's going to be weird tomorrow for the playoffs. A part of like the charm of the Major League Baseball playoffs mm-hmm. are the great crowds that show up for those teams who make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, the rally towels are waving. People are, uh, you know, it's starting to get a little cooler out in a lot of northern cities. So people are bundled up and you got fall baseball taking place like 
when you think about great playoff moments, you know, obviously what's going to take place on the field is going to take place, but I feel like some of that excitement, I think we're going to miss some of that tomorrow. That's why I'm hoping the Cubs don't blow it up, or if they do, they try to improve the team. You know, they try to, you know, maintain. So the fans can get one last look so at the, this group of well, the core no, four? just be good next year, <laughs> and the White Sox continue to be good so we can actually, you know, try to have yeah. a Cubs-White Sox. Because the Cubs-White Sox, yeah, I think yeah, Anthony I Rizzo. You want both teams to be good at the same time yeah, so we can fans. all go and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I think Anthony Rizzo said it with Cap one week where he was like, yeah, it'd be great to have a, a Cubs and White Sox World Series. Just not this year. Yeah. Because with no fans, it seems it's not as... I mean, we'll take it. We'll enjoy oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Look, but at the same time... Time, I would love it with fans and we could like actual an actual red line series doesn't have the same, you know, uh, you know, gusto as it does if you're if you're in Dallas. Yeah, let's talk to Julian uh, listening to the ESPN Chicago app. He's in St. Louis. What's up, Julian? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Good. What do you think? Uh, so, OK, I just two things real fast. So the keys for me for the Cubs in the playoffs is pitching. I mean, anytime they've had a good quality start. Even if they could scrape across one run, I mean, that might not get the job done in the playoffs, but hopefully it is. Um, the second thing I want to talk about, I want to defend Chris Bryant because you guys have been giving him a lot of grief just for that comment. Yeah. He said, I mean, I, how do you want the guy to respect? Because in my opinion, I feel he has been very criticized like all year and like back from like 2018. Like I get he set the bar so high. You guys say that all the time mm-hmm. and we expect good things out of him. But, I mean, what do you want him to say? Do you want him just to say, like, uh, just kind of cower down to that and say, yeah, I'll try to get better? Or do you want him to get fired up and hopefully maybe, like you guys said, this comes with something? I mean, it's better than saying I'd rather have the TVs turned off in the locker rooms or something like that. But, I mean, that's just me. So I just I just kind of want to give him a little back up there. That's all. You guys put on a great show. Thanks for always keeping us entertained, man. Well, uh, Julian, and, you know, stay, stay on the line for a second. The one thing I would say yeah. is, like, like I said to Waddle earlier today, I feel like I have split opinions on this because part of me is like, all right, dude, shut up. Then the other part of me, like you said, is like, all right, use it to your advantage. If you if you need to get motivated by Twitter trolls and that's how you come out and you mash the baseball, and and you see a cement mixer coming at the play from Dane Dunning, and you you blast it. I mean, okay, fine, do it. Like become a better ball player because of it. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I feel if he backs it up, I feel we're going to look back at this comment and be like, okay, like it might be like we might look at that as the turning point. Well, okay, but then then couldn't I ask like, where's this been all season? You're you're waiting for Twitter trolls to call you out on your five RBI before you decide to do something. No, I I agree. Yeah, because I mean, I, I I'm the first. I I'm maybe one of his biggest critics because I say all the time, like, where where is the 2016 Chris Bryant? Like, yeah. where is all that we thought? And I I totally agree. But I, I'm just saying, like, you know, if he's using this motivation, like, why are we almost like making fun of him for it or like putting him down for it? Like, if he, this what he needs to get motivated right for the playoff, let's get behind him. Say, yeah, shut up to all the critics, and hopefully he just gets it. You done. know why, Julian? You know why? Because it's funny. That's why we're kind of making fun of him because, like, do you expect Chris Bryant? Like, Chris Bryant was, like, the least – if if we had to gamble on who's most likely to swear to the media, 
I would have put Chris Bryant uh, down on the list. One of the last yeah. guys. I thought I knew you. Him and Kyle Hendricks. I, I thought I knew who you were. What do you mean? What, 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 what I mean, old blue hair take is this that you're mad for him saying I'm the S word? I'm mad. I just oh, think it's out of character. Like, like, Julian, don't get it twisted. This is just Chris with this with this take. This old this old uh, early dinner special well, take. It's not an this old take. For, this forcing you, a, Julian, a, appreciate a, it, man. a steak and no, a salad at 5.30 in the afternoon it's for dinner. It's not an old take my grandmother's mad at this there's take. no old take there. no you are what how dare he use such oh. language those that, that's gutter language used by by chris bryan gutter language gutter? Is, gutter. That, is that what you said gutter, gutter language it's one word gutter Filthy. language Filthy gutter language well i mean what, what are you what are you what no, are you I'm, doing i'm not you gonna put him in timeout no, no, no you're you're miss i'm not uh saying what i'm thinking clearly <laughs> And it is, I just find it funny. It feels like a character turn. Yeah. He like put it's on out the, of character. Yeah, he put on the Ray-Bans. He flipped up I the collar on his leather jacket. And, you know, he's uh, he's going he's gonna to roll up a pack I of cigs in his sleeve. Yeah, he's Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man where he has the, the emo uh, haircut. He's smoking in the he's boys' room. He's wearing black. He's, I got you. You know? But Original it, James Dean hair. But, oh, my ears. He said the S word. Whatever will we do? Let's go and stab the night. Zombies on base percentage was 476. Stat of the night. Damon's on base, 324. And Almeida's was 291. On the baseball show. Add that up and you get... You want me to speak? What point do you get? 1092. On ESPN 1000. We have a lot of great playoff action that takes place tomorrow in Major League Baseball. But I want to give a salute to someone who will not partake. In the baseball playoffs. And that is Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. Did you see his final stat line for 2020 this season? The Nationals' young phenom. Uh, This is from Jeff Passan earlier today on Twitter. His batting average, 351. On-base percentage, 490. Slugging, 695. He had 13 home runs. He had 37 RBI. He scored 39 runs. He walked 41 times. He only struck out 28 times. Jeff Passan says he is the best hitter in baseball. I agree. And he's only 21 years old. And Juan Soto, if you go to fan graphs, he led the league this year in weighted runs created plus. Average is 100. Juan Soto had a number of 200. <laughs> the next closest was Freddie Freeman in second place at 187. Marcelo Zuna from the Braves at 179. LeMahieu from the Yankees at 177, tied with Jose Abreu at 177 as well from the Chicago White Sox. That's crazy. How about that? So uh, for our final stab the night before the playoffs start tomorrow, we give it to Juan Soto in that incredible stat line from this season, even though the Nationals missed the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's you know upsetting that one of the best players in baseball isn't isn't in the playoffs, but hopefully they can get it together and he can be in them next year. But that 200... Weighted runs created plus is just I just kept it's staring insane. like I pulled up fan graphs and I've just been staring at like, it. What two hundred? I mean, or like here's a name, right? Fernando Tatis had all of the the press all season long, right? Mm-hmm. He had a weighted runs created plus of one forty nine. Hmm. Soto had two hundred. Mike Trout, legendary, right? We're, we always say Trout is the the greatest player of this generation, if not the greatest player of many generations, right? Mike Trout this year weighted create. Weighted runs created plus at 164. Juan Soto, 200. That's nuts. 
It's insane. Again. Programming note. White Sox A's tomorrow at 145 right here on ESPN 1000. Game one of the American League Wild Card Series. Wednesday, National League Wild Card Series. Game one, Cubs, Marlins, 1245. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000. We talk about a quarterback change for the Chicago Bears and their 3-0 start coming up in two minutes. This is the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.